Greetings. This is Astrology Pam Younghan, and here is my forecast for the week of May 31st to June 6th, 2021. In this time between eclipses, it can be hard to find our bearings in physical reality. Life seems a bit surreal throughout this two-week period. It may feel as if we're floating above the timeline, and we have a sense of waiting for something to occur for the other shoe to drop. And of course, we are in somewhat of a wait-and-see mode as we anticipate the second major event of this eclipse season, the partial solar eclipse on June 10th. We are also moving through the waning half of the lunar cycle now, when our work is less about forward motion and more about review and release, the understanding of what we need to discard and what shifts we are ready to make will deepen once we enter the last quarter phase of the moon this Wednesday. It may sound like a quieter week is about to unfold, but other planetary activity on the calendar tells us otherwise. The planet Mars, namesake of the god of war, is in a cardinal T-square configuration with Eris and Pluto this week. The red planet will be exactly square disruptive Eris on Wednesday and opposite demanding Pluto on Saturday. Each of these hard aspects is a strong energy by itself, but it's also important to know that Mars will be activating the influence of the ongoing Pluto-Eris square. That table-turning aspect has been working with us for at least two years now. It was exact three times in 2020, and will perfect twice more in 2021, before the planets move on and the tensions slowly begin to ease. We're learning a lot about Eris as we experience the effects of this Pluto-Eris square, as always, when a new planetary object is discovered, astrologers closely watch how its influence manifests over the years and decades that follow, deepening our understanding of the newcomer's intentions and effects. We also take into account the symbolism of the name it was given. It seems clear at this point that Eris, while named for the goddess of discontent, has far more depth than the superficially selfish behavior of the mythic goddess. While it is true that Eris seems to stir up trouble wherever it goes, that trouble at times has higher purposes behind it. Just like the other planetary objects in our solar system, Eris has both a higher and a lower vibratory signature. On one hand, we can see the Pluto-Eris square being demonstrated in the all that matters is that I get what I want behaviors that we read about in the news. The selfishly motivated side of Eris doesn't seem to care about the impact of its actions on others. When activated by the hard aspect of Pluto, this self-oriented behavior causes significant disruption and even violence. But we also see the higher vibrational side of Eris at work these days. Pluto is the great revealer, and its square to Eris has exposed the great dysfunctions of present-day society. The Pluto-Eris square has pulled back the curtain on social injustice and the misuse of power that until now has been ignored or swept under the rug. While this is a global influence, and all nations and societies are dealing with the energies of the Pluto-Eris square, its effects may be especially apparent in the United States. This nation, as it nears its 245th birthday in July, is in the beginning stages of its first Pluto return. This is often when a country's shadow is exposed so that the darkness can be purged and a rebirth can occur. As Mars triggers this Pluto-Eris square this week, we can expect some upheaval. We'll likely see evidence of the selfish characteristics of Eris. 
with the dwarf planet in impulsive Aries, it can be especially hard to contain that shadow side if an individual is predisposed to aggressive behavior. There should also be another layer of revelation and response in the areas of social justice and the exploitation of those who have been viewed as somehow less than. Where Eris treads, controversy is sure to follow, and Mars, currently in protective cancer, can quickly erupt in anger and defensiveness if it feels threatened. For each of us, we have an opportunity to see how we direct our energy when we feel disempowered or defensive, unable to control a situation to our liking. If anger seems like an appropriate response, we will need to find an outlet for that assertive impulse, one that adds to the expansion of light rather than increasing the shadow. We also must be careful not to drive someone we disagree with farther into their corner this week. This T-square can be deeply divisive if not handled correctly, as people have their guard up and can be unwilling to soften their stance when challenged. As always, there is other planetary activity this week, although the mars eris pluto T-square is by far the strongest influence. Here are the daily aspects with my brief interpretations. Please note that there are no significant aspects that perfect on Friday or Sunday, although those days may be eventful due to the T-square. On Monday, Venus is semi-square Uranus and sesquiquadrate Saturn. There is discomfort in relationships as we try to stay true to ourselves while also maintaining a longer-term commitment to a friend or loved one. Also on Monday, the Sun is conjunct the North Node. This is an opportunity to align with the higher destiny of humanity, which includes embodying the qualities of open-mindedness and non-judgmental communication. On Tuesday, we have the Sun sesquiquadrate Pluto. This represents a potential power struggle. Be careful of trying to manipulate situations or using intimidation due to a fear of change. On Wednesday, the last quarter phase of the moon begins at 12.24 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Also on Wednesday, the sun is sextile Chiron. This is an opportunity for healing and acceptance based on taking the time to truly listen. Venus enters Cancer on Wednesday. We feel more strongly protective of loved ones as Venus journeys through Cancer from June 2nd to 27th. There is a greater need to nurture and be nurtured now, and perhaps a stronger attachment to family. This is also the day of Mars squaring Eris, which we've talked about above. On Thursday, the Sun is trying Saturn. This is a stabilizing influence that helps us maintain a level of calm objectivity amidst changing circumstances. Also on Thursday, Venus is trying Jupiter. Generosity of heart and compassion help us risk caring deeply for others, opening doors to new relationships. On Saturday, Mercury is square Neptune. This represents some confusion in communications, especially with Mercury now retrograde. This energy is best spent in personal journaling or meditation, rather than trying to express our thoughts concretely to others. This is also the day that Mars is exactly opposite Pluto. If your birthday is this week, this year, in spite of continuing instability in the world, you are able to find your grounding and direction. Time spent in self-care is especially important, as it enhances your confidence and your knowing that you can accomplish whatever you set your mind to. Your communication skills, whether verbally or in writing, 
are especially useful now as you focus on fulfilling your goals and your higher life purpose. This is astrologer Pam Younghand sending light and love to you this week. Thank you for being with me on this journey. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at Inner Self have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you.